This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Gerald Jones Audi. Inspire design, where emotion takes shape. 4022 Washington Road in Martinez. Here at Audi, we have some good news to share with the world. Unfortunately, our good news is bad news for our competition. So to soften the blow, we brought in the very best at delivering bad news. Someone's mom. The Audi A4 is the biggest, fastest, most fuel-efficient car in its class. Oh, honey, I know it's hard to hear, but it'll be okay. I'm David Jones, inviting you to test drive an impressive new Audi A4 Premium today at Gerald Jones Audi, 4022 Washington Road in Martinez, or visit us on the web at GeraldJonesAudi.com. Audi truth in engineering. Well, singer-songwriter Dave Loggins is a member of the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame. Best remembered by fans for his number one song, Please Come to Boston. But for golf fans, Dave is also remembered as the man that wrote and sang the song Augusta. It's a pleasure to welcome Dave Loggins to the Augusta Golf Show for the very first time. Um, hi, Dave. Hey, John. Um... You know, I was all prepared to talk to you about a song that you wrote more than 30 years ago and about the fact that you probably that you probably don't give it much thought, but you said to me that you get yeah. requests this time each year to talk about Augusta. Um, how, how did it come yeah, up? Yeah, usually about, uh, oh gosh, sometimes four or five, sometimes 10, 12 people, you know, from, from all over. How did it come about? How'd the song come about? Uh... Well, I, it was by chance. I was uh, in Augusta to see a couple of bandmates that came from there, and uh, we ended up rehearsing in, in Augusta. And it was at a friend of mine, who, well, the guy I met who became a friend of mine, he was a lawyer, and we use, were using his rec room. Well, he says, I have passes for the Masters Golf Tournament. Let's go over it. You know, I love golf anyway, I always have. So uh, he had passed us, and we went to the golf course. And walking around, I was looking. I was looking up at, in the pines, through the pines, and I, that wind. You know, the wind blows, and it's such a uh, awesome, extraordinary sight. Watch, looking at that golf course and watching those players play. I thought, wow, would it, it would be so cool to write a piece of music for this tournament. Well, uh, the by chance <coughs> was. I met Frank Chikinian, then head of CBS Sports, sure. who's, who's since passed, uh, at, a, at lunch at the Augusta Country Club, uh, you know, that mm-hmm. joins the Masters. Sure. And I was Frank. I said, uh, by now I had written the chorus. And uh, he, I said, what's it? What, would, would you be interested in a song for the Masters? And he said, instead of somebody like Montevani, you know, <laughs> which I've been playing, he says, oddly enough, we were looking for one. And I said, well, you just found it. And I had to be real arrogant to get his attention. Yes. And I said, I am the, I'm the best in the world at this. And this is, I'm, I'm here to do that, and I'm supposed to do it, born to do it. So I got his attention by that <laughs> that sh- shot of arrogance. And he said, do you think you can do that? And I said, I'm sure I can do it. And I was relatively sure. He said, uh, could you send me something, a demo? And I said, yeah. And so I was on, I was, my band was on the road then, and, and uh, at night, after the show, I'd come back and I would get. I had this book. Uh, I got a book from Ken Chance, who was the attorney and a Augusta resident, no 
wonderful human being that I love dearly, and I'm still missed to this day. He got me a book, and uh, he went over the book with me, and um, he actually Ken was a closet songwriter. <laughs> as as a, but as an attorney, this was something he wanted to do. You know, as far as negotiating the deal, mm-hmm. uh, he was he was bored stiff with uh, cases down there. And so, um, excuse me a second, John. Let me get this water. So, I would call uh, Ken occasionally asking questions, and I got a book about the Masters Golf Tournament. Um, that was, I don't know who it was written by, but I, I started looking at choice things uh, that happened. And all, all the song took was people in the song, those names, yep. they had won twice. And uh, I got that in there. All the people that had won twice uh, Amen Corner, of course, Magnolia Lane. And and what huge event had happened over the years, more important than Sarazen's Double Eagle in 35, and there was none. So I, I started piecing all this together, and I, I, I started writing it. And as a songwriter, you wrote, you have a, a route, you know, that you use, use to get the, to the end result. So I sent Frank a demo uh, right to the trucks um, on... We produced it with Norbert Putnam at the place called the Bennett House Studio up here in Franklin. Okay. We, we uh, finished it on Tuesday night, and uh, I'm the master, that is. And I called Frank, and, and I went down there, flew down there Wednesday, and had a pass waiting at the gate. We went back uh, to the trucks. And I knocked on the door, and we, I went in with Frank, and so I was right there in the center of the CBS coverage, and I, I saw probably 24 cameras they monitor, you know, for each hole and different shots that people do. And he, he, he played it and had the boy play it. And he looked at me, and he said, play it again, and play it one more time. And he put his arm around me, and he said, you did good, son. And everyone, and that night, uh, Thursday night, it aired for the very first time in 82, I believe it was, and Kurt Gowdy uh, came on and, and said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the genius of Dave Loggins, <laughs> which uh, is neither here nor there, but those were his words. Anyway, I was in the same pool house that I was the previous year when 70 people told me it couldn't be done. Nobody but Ken Chance uh, walked over to me and put his arm around me and stood by me and he said, I think he can do it. And nobody else said, thought I could. Of course, they don't know music, you know. Right. And uh, I had no, 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 uh, nothing against them. But it was, it was a proud moment, let's put it that way. But that's about... Uh, the uh, the size of it, but at this point, you know, I would. Uh, it's the spirit uh, in the. There's a line. I had to get Cliff Roberts in there. The spirit of Clifford Roberts. Mm-hmm. I would. I would change that to tiger. The spirit of a tiger that keeps alive, but because I think he's still. People still see Tiger Woods 
play, you know, even though he's not out there. He he was so, um, so amazing. And Phil Mickelson, of course, and Ben Crenshaw. You know, uh, there's, it's, a, it's a little dated on the name, but at, but at the time, though, it was... Uh, it was all the people in the book who'd won twice, and like I said, a few more things. But and we wrote the uh, big thing about it, John. We wrote the song, or I wrote the song for one year, and I knew it couldn't I, it couldn't have any drums or anything to get in the way. It had to flow like a river, because uh, you didn't want it to be something that came into you know, bothering the coverage. So we cut 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 the song with um, me and acoustic guitar. Norbert played bass and Mike Hanner played piano and arranged the strings. And we had about eight piece string section and overdubbed them uh, for another line. And we did it, if you can believe this, for one year. We thought CBS and the Masters Golf Tournament because, because they're such an elite group of people that we figured they'd use it for one year and, and and do something else. But it hasn't been been that way. It just kept airing and airing as the years went by. And uh, it, honestly, it I hear those of those clips uh, that I've been hearing, and it almost astounds me now that it was. It, it's it's linked it to the masters. It is the master song, and I feel very blessed and very uh, 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 excited every time it comes on every year. We are uh, talking with Dave Loggins here on the Augusta Golf Show. A couple of minutes left. Have you ever been back? Uh, not recently. I, I went back a couple times uh, in the eighties and played the course. When uh, I think it was Bob Clarkey, I think it yes. was Pro mm-hmm. over there, and uh, they let us play the course one day, and it rained, so we only got in nine holes. And the next day was Employees Day, mm-hmm. and, and nobody plays but employees. But they let us play because of the song, which I thought was quite, quite uh, uh, um. A remarkable move in, on their hand. Before I let you go, Dave, the songwriter in you, how gratifying is it? I mean, 40 years later, Please Come to Boston, people still love that song, this song, Augusta. How gratifying is a, for a songwriter is it to have their songs live on for 40, 50 more? Uh, I, well, I can honestly say, and Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan said this about uh, Like Rolling Stone, and Neil Young about Heart of Gold and some of those things that were that were that seemed timeless. Mm-hmm. They they say they don't remember who wrote that song, and I can actually say that I don't remember who wrote Please Come to Boston, and I do not now remember who wrote the Augusta song. I can't remember having pieced it together, and I do remember the recording, you know, but you don't. You, it, it removes itself from you after so many years and becomes part, like this Augusta piece became part of the coverage. Uh, and to me, it doesn't belong to me anymore. It belongs to uh, everybody that hears it, like I think five or six billion people watch it coverage. It belongs to the course uh, and the tournament. Well, you should know, Dave, it means a lot to the people here in Augusta. Um, uh, I'm sure, I hope so. 
thank you for uh, for doing that. Thank you for for doing this. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate you being on the show, Dave. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much.